about sex, Jamie Let's talk about you and me Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be Let's talk about sex, Jamie Let's talk about you and me Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be Let's talk about sex Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex Jamie. I am Jamie, and uh, this week's episode, we're going to be talking to my very good friend, Amy Valentine, about how I got banned from Hinge. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a bit annoyed about it. Um, yeah, I'm interested to hear what everyone thinks about that, about whether I deserve to be banned from Hinge or not, and if they should give me my profile back. <laughs> So, yeah, let us know what you think about that one. Uh, We're also talking to Tatiana about her experience with getting pregnant, um, using a sperm bank, and then not using a sperm bank, and all kinds of things that come with that. So that's an interesting story. And we're also talking to my friend Frankie about his experience of being trans and everything that comes with that. So hope you enjoy it. Uh, Let us know what you think on the Instagram and Twitter and all that. And, yeah, love you. Bye. What are you afraid of? Hi, Amy. Hi, Jamie. Um, I want to talk about Hinge. Yes. With you. I love Hinge. You love Hinge. Yes. So, Hinge is a dating app. Mm-hmm. Uh, very popular dating app these days. It's where I find all my honeys. It's my favourite one. Yeah. It's, it's how we met. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and the tagline with Hinge is that it is the app that is designed to get deleted, right? Mm. So it's it's there for like relationships, mm. it basically. So I found that out and thought that was really cool. Thought that was really cute. Mm. Um, thought I'd check it out. I'm not looking for a relationship. I haven't been for no. a while. No, am I? Nor are you. We'll get back to that. That's interesting, right? So I looked into the app and I was like, oh. Um, I probably can't sign up to this actually because I'm not looking for a relationship. But when in the sign up process, it doesn't really talk about that too much. So I was like, oh, maybe it's not that strict. Cool. I'll go on there. And anyway, as with all my dating apps, the bio said something along the lines of, like, what are you looking for? I'm looking for friends. I'm looking for people that have. <laughs> You're looking for like interesting people for your sex podcast. That was one of them, yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was, um, I'm looking for people that are down to get fucked, followed by passionate friend zoning. Yeah, yeah. That's on all my dating apps. They all say the same thing. So I find two people. I find people that just want to fuck and, I, and then maybe become friends, which actually works a lot. Mm-hmm. Actually, me and you are quite good examples of that. <laughs> uh, or I'm trying to find guests for the podcast, yeah. which you ended up doing yeah. as well. So yeah, so that's my thing, right? Anyway, I was on Hinge for ages and then a couple months ago, I couldn't, it logged me out. And then when I tried to log back in, it was like, you are permanently banned. I can't Hinge. believe that. Yeah. I'm going to try and log in now. You are permanently banned from Hinge for yeah. violating terms of services, right? God. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds really dramatic. Yeah, what, what do you do, boy? Exactly, right? <laughs> Every time I tell someone that I was banned from Hinge, they're like, like oh my what God, the fuck did what you did like- you do? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm just signing in now, hold on. Uh, you have been banned from using Hinge for violating our terms of service. And I was like, oh, and my initial thought was, Maybe because I'm promoting the podcast. And like a lot of websites don't like you promoting other, other things. Yeah. So I emailed them saying, 
hey, what's up? Thinking, if that's the if that's what it is, that's fair enough, actually. So yeah, I'll, I'll delete mine. Side note, I don't actually think it's related to this, but side note, the same week this happened, Hinge released a podcast. Just saying. Oh, um, okay. Just saying. Don't think it's related, but, you know, it's convenient. Shade. How convenient. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so I emailed them, and someone called Coco got back to me from Hinge, uh, saying... Basically, nothing interesting. Saying basically, I violated terms of service and linked the terms of service there. I, I go onto it, and number like three on the list. Let me find it. I'm going to read it out. Oh, I can't because it's on Hinge and I can't get in. <laughs> basically, number like two or three on the terms of service is everyone on Hinge has to be looking for a relationship. What? Yeah. It doesn't have that though. Like, you know, on like match or whatever, I don't know, I don't use it, but you go, like, I'm looking for you know, casual or relationship or marriage. You, yeah. I don't use it for that. No, exactly. And that's my point. So, Weird. I'm getting I'm getting my conspiracy theory hat on now, right? So, while I was on Hinge, with my profile saying, I'm here looking for people to fuck, followed by passionate friends owning, I would get about like a match a day of someone like kind of abusing me. <laughs> kind wow. of just they just match with me just to tell me that like I'm a piece of shit and wow. I should get off the app and whatever. I've got a lot of like yeah, it's kind of funny. Oh my god, maybe they reported you then. Exactly. I think they reported me. Oh my god. So which on an app that's designed to find relationships, fair enough, okay. But the the thing I want to bring up is I met loads of people in there that were just looking for fun. I've yeah, I've not met anyone on. Oh no, that's a lie. No, <laughs> scratch that. You met someone on there that fell in love with me. I met someone that, yeah, that fell in love with me. Yeah. Never mind. But the rest of them, they're just really, a lot really of, good friends, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people on there. Yeah. They're just, they're just looking to bang. Yeah. So for every person that I had match me, say, like, to tell me off, I had someone match me saying, like, you know, they would swipe on, because you can swipe on specific bits of, hinge, of a hinge profile. Yeah, yeah. You can reply to that bit. I had loads of people reply to that being like, cool, me too. Yeah. So... There's how do you think I have any guy friends? All yeah. of, that's how all of my guy friends have started yeah. out. Yeah, you match with them on Hinge, you fuck yeah. them, and, we're friends and then we're best friends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's so many people on there doing it. Yeah. You know, like looking for casual sex or hookups or whatever. Um, I think that's what dating apps in general are just well, yeah. for. Yeah, and Hinge is no different. But I seem to have been banned because I put it on my profile and I talk about it up front. And if you ask me, I think that's better than what most guys do. Well, yeah, because you, you're just being straight up, at least. Yeah. If you're honest. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I found the guy on there. It's like, one thing I'll never do again, and it's monogamy. So does that mean... Really? Yeah. And he's still on there. He's still yeah. in my likes. Yeah. I'm not liking me. I'm saving him for later, in case. <laughs> just in case. Yeah, because part you know. days. Yeah, you know, he's just... I don't want to like him yet, and then it'll, it'll just die. I'll be like, oh, fancy seeing you here, because we've right. already met before. Yeah. So I'm saving him. Yeah. But his just says monogamy. So is that not allowed? Is that allowed then? Well, yeah, right? Well, I Where's guess the line? Where is the line? The line is above to you. The line you is, the that. line is, you're below it. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, so I want my fucking profile back. Yeah. Can you not make another one with a different email? Uh, probably. I well, no, you link it to Facebook though, right? My Facebook's linked to it, yeah. Mm. Oh, that was it. Yeah, I tried to make another one with my phone number, but I think my phone number's linked to Facebook, so it didn't let me in. It was like, we know who you are. Get out. <laughs> Stop it. But, I don't know. I think, I think that me putting the fact that I'm not looking for a relationship on my profile, like, up front and centre, 
I th- personally, it's I think honest. it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah because, absolutely. And it doesn't waste anyone's time. I'm not matching with people because there, there's going to be a lot of people on Hinge that are genuinely looking for a relationship. And mm. good luck to them. I really hope they yeah. find someone. I won't waste your time. It's okay. Exactly. They're not going to swipe on me. Yeah. So, good. Well, like it's like any other factor on on Hinge. Someone goes like, you know, if there's a picture of them holding a fish. I'm like, well, that's not for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no different than someone going, well, I don't want a relationship. Like, cool. Yeah. If someone's not into that, that's fine. Just just click the little X. Yeah. I'd be devastated if I was banned from Hinge. That's why I find all my honeys. Yeah, it's a bit sad. I, I, was, <laughs> I was more angry at first, but I was like, I don't care, I'm on all the other apps anyway. Only but them. Hinge probably was the best one now yeah. I think about it. I'm a hit on Hinge because I got a video of me dancing with Shrek. Nice. In nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and that's where I found you. So Yeah, exactly. I'm the best, I'm the best bitch on Hinge, let's yeah. not lie. Yeah. So, actually, it's where I found a lot of my best friends. Yeah. I just realised, yeah. That's where I found, yeah, a lot, a lot of my best friends. Yeah. So, I want my profile back, Hinge. <laughs> Four more requests. Give Four it more back. requests. Please give my profile back. I promise I'll be good. But I'm still not going to lie. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want me to fucking hide the fact that I'm not looking for a relationship and not put it on my profile, then I can do that. But I think that's a detriment to the mm. whole thing. Why? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Think about it, you know? Get back to me. <laughs> Please. I need this. Honestly, darling, I love you and nothing will change you. I love you. Hi, Tatiana. Hello, Jamie. So, um, let's go with the medical term for this, right? You are fuck off pregnant right now. I am a big fat whale, yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's talk about that. You wanted to tell me how you got pregnant and how that's all gone. You mean you want me to tell you how I got from super hot to super fat? You? <laughs> <laughs> You're still super hot. It's just um, a different thank shape you. of hot. <laughs> yeah, I guess ugliness is in the eye of a beholder. <laughs> um, so about a year ago, I decided that um, my goal in life should be pregnancy, should be motherhood. Okay. It was like if if I didn't have a baby, like the world would end. Mm. And so at the time I was single and um, I had a bit of an addiction problem. So I thought uh, pregnancy is going to sort out everything. Okay. You know, my addiction, <laughs> my addiction to sex, drugs and, and alcohol and the rest. Yeah. And, you know, when I have this baby, it's going to be the solution to everything. Okay. And so um, what I did, the way I went about it, I went to uh, London Sperm Bank. Okay. And it's kind of like a dating website because you kind of scroll through the profiles of people and you can be any gender, any race, any shape and form and background and you can just pick the, the Prince Charming. You can pr- mm. pick the perfect guy okay. to immigrate. Do you, do you see them? Like, do you see photos and stuff? You don't see photos, but okay. it's actually quite a regulated uh, way of doing things. You have right. to go through a hospital. It's not as simple as, you know, Amazon Prime delivering <laughs> you some <laughs> vials of frozen sperm. Uh, it's more tricky, but you do read a lot about their family history their interests um, their mm. favourite book and well, that's uh, really that's interesting because mm. that's like that suggests that our interests and favourite books are in our DNA and that they have any relevance on you like, well you know? I, I guess if my donor was super good looking by description but then he liked criminal horror pedophilic um, crime <laughs> crime thrillers <laughs> maybe I would think okay. twice okay yeah. fine yeah that makes sense um, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of like dating you know because yeah. you you scroll through a profile and you pick the one that you want to buy their their semen their sperm yeah and so I picked a beautiful wonderful 26 year old hot guy how do you know um, you can't see him 
Well, they describe him as like really? this, he resembles this actor, and he's this tall, ah. and his eyes and proportions of the face. Wow, that's so, um, that's yeah. so detailed. What was the actor? Uh, Matt Bomber. I don't know who that is. Matt Bomber, yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> And so I bought four vials. <laughs> Wait, do you pick how many? Do you pick how many bottles? Well, you my doctor said because I have low fertility, and okay. uh, for me, that's the other reason I wanted to get pregnant because my doctor said it's either now or never, oh, okay. and I thought I would really regret it yeah, later yeah, on yeah. in the future. And so uh, she said, "Get four because it might take a few tries." Okay. And it was fascinating because uh, they test you the times when you need to be impregnated, and you turn up, and you know your mm. legs apart, <laughs> and uh, they defreeze the specimen, and all you get is a tiny vial with a tiny, tiny, like literally like a, a centimeter. I don't know how many inches or whatever that is, uh, um, <laughs> but it's tiny, tiny pink liquid. It's pink. It's pink. Okay. <laughs> so, is that cute or is that weird? I'm not quite sure. Um, and they just inject it into you. You lay there with your legs up for 20 right. minutes and you go home and hope for the best. Okay. Like most hookups, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But this, in this case, you're hoping to get pregnant, I guess. So yes, not, yeah. yeah. And uh, so the first try was a miscarriage, unfortunately. It was devastating. The mm. second try didn't work. And the doctor said to me, listen, we've got to do IVF. So because I've been injected with lots of drugs and taking supplements, she said, listen, you need to take, give your body a break. Mm. Fertility drugs, sorry. Uh, the, the recreational <laughs> drugs were not in the picture. <laughs> and um, so she said, go, you know, go home, have fun for a couple of months. And so I did. I had a lot of fun those couple of months and I what happened I accidentally uh, fell over and fell on a penis on a <laughs> <laughs> um, real life penis um, oh. oh this story took a turn okay yeah uh, so who, who's mortified that penis is mortified with a pregnancy <laughs> what yeah, yeah it's, it's devastated so yeah Shit. that's uh, how I got pregnant Fuck. okay well that's a lot to get through okay so did you use all four vials no, I've got two more frozen. You've got some left. So maybe, okay. <laughs> maybe for the maybe second the future, baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so obviously, when I got pregnant, I was super excited. But the first trimester, I guess some women write that they feel awful. They have morning sickness. Mm. They f feel horrible. I mean, I used to get up every morning and masturbate. I was mm. my sex drive was was through the roof. Yeah. And um, I wanted to keep dating. I wanted to be attractive and desirable. You know, I wanted to feel loved and held and all sorts. And so I went back on the dating websites as a, a pregnant lady. As a pregnant woman, yeah. yeah. So I told someone you would come around today mm -hmm. and I said that, I mentioned that you're on dating apps as a pregnant person. And yeah. their reaction was, why would she do that? Yeah. Why would she out herself as a pregnant person? <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, people, you're used to giving people shit for using old photos, right? Because yeah. it might look different. Yeah. You probably look a bit different from you, where you did nine months ago. For sure, so, for sure. Yeah. So that was interesting. So how, how'd that go? Yeah, so uh, I've still kept my old photos, but I do write in my profile that I'm pregnant. Yeah. And I think the last time I indicated I was four months pregnant, I haven't really been interacting that much with people. And... Um, yeah, of course, uh, the body changed. Uh, I guess <laughs> the face hasn't changed that much, mm. but I would presume people have an idea that things are bigger. You know, I mean, if, if you have some of the photos of me in the bikini with no belly, so uh, yeah. if, I, if I indicate that I'm pregnant, surely. Mm. Uh, but yeah, of course, I'm, I'm not going to put on like the fat whale picture of <laughs> am I? <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so what kind of response have you got? So, as your friend said, you know, people expect you, because you're pregnant, you're no longer sexual, you no longer want to be desirable, and I'm a highly 
sex-driven individual and um, sexuality and gender roles. I mean, all of that is, is a huge interest of mine personally. So why is it that I'm pregnant? I can't be loved. I can't be taken out. I can't feel passion. I can't have orgasm. I can't masturbate. Why is it suddenly that I'm being, being sort of pigeonholed into this box of, okay, my life is over. Like I have to wear stupid bras and, <laughs> and stop shaving, you know? Mm. So, you know, my, I wanted to go out. I wanted to, to date. So yeah. Cool. I mean that makes sense. Yeah. But what did like what were the guys' messages like? So I've actually met someone when I was two and a half months. I okay. I met somebody and I dated him briefly, and we actually had a quite passionate affair. But the problem is, as you get bigger physically with the pregnancy, I think as a young woman you do lose sense of your body. Your body no longer belongs to you. It's no longer for sexual pleasure. Okay. You're growing a human, so yeah. certain positions are awkward. You don't look as nice. I mean, you know you start um, going through some physical bodily changes which were very hard for me to accept mm. because I could no longer tear someone's clothes apart. You know, I had to angle myself, <laughs> you know, and it's just the whole thing. And then the baby moves and you feel her. She's a, she's a little girl and it just kind of becomes a little bit weird, you know. Yeah. And the men that approached me uh, at the, my second trimester when I was past my three months either wanted to fit in some sort of fetish, you know, like mm. a pregnancy fetish. Okay. Or I think certain geeky guys assumed it's going to be like a threesome, <laughs> you know. Fucking hell. Uh. They probably thought that maybe I can tick my threesome off my list. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's so wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. And the other, the other kind of messages I got was you know, offering their services because I'm suddenly this disabled or sick yeah. or something and they want to like you know so yeah that's kind like, of weird wait, do you mean like in a in like a kind of let me look after you kind of way or you mean like sexual services like sexual services oh. like oh poor you you're pregnant now you're not getting any cock so why don't i just just i'll just donate mine yeah why don't Shit. i just just give it your some and the whole idea of going on a date with someone who's going to treat me like that was not yeah. sexy so yeah. Yeah. The shop was shut for business. <laughs> for so, how, you see, you started by saying that this was your answer to like dealing with addiction. Um, uh, it's to be honest, my pregnancy um, has eliminated. Well, eliminated. It's uh, I, I stopped using drugs and alcohol. I suddenly had uh, a different purpose in life, and I'm hoping that's going to continue once she's out. Because you mm. physically, I just didn't want to do. I just didn't want to destroy my body anymore. Because. I realized what my body is doing and it's growing a human and it's a miracle. So that miracle replaced that yeah. other drive for self-destruction. <clears throat> so you're obviously excited to get this baby out of you. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, how far along are you? I am seven months and one week. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was panicking that you were going to give birth on my bed, but I guess I've got a couple listen, months. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's, it's a firm bed, so I'm sure, <laughs> sure we can find some kitchen knives and tools oh, and God. we can bite through the, through the placenta, whatever, whatever <laughs> I don't want to know, comes out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think it's going to be odd for you to have sex right after you've given birth? I not mean right after. <laughs> Immediately, like, back on it. Right, got that dark Cheers. See you later. Do you know, like... I'm, I'm mortified and petrified because um, I studied psychology, so I've got a background in gender and sexuality. Yeah. 
and uh, at Birkbeck and Bearback, I used to call it, um, <laughs> through, through my friend. That's what got you in this political Exactly. <laughs> I graduated with a pregnancy. Um, so the whole notion of motherhood and the whole problem of, of why marriages fall apart and couples don't have sex is children and motherhood is the most starless role a woman can play because mm. suddenly from a... A sexual deviant object your body is no longer belonging to a man your tits are no longer for a man's pleasure it's right. to feed the baby your vagina i mean it's just opened up like a giant cave you know <laughs> with something coming out of it last thing you want is another penis in there so yeah. i am really worried that the hormonal change and the motherhood is going to change my, my my drive and i'll become one of those uh, mother clubs you know talking about baby poo and <sighs> yeah, yeah it's definitely a worry of mine yeah mm. we should get you back on afterwards and you can we should have an initiation yeah. <laughs> podcast an initiation podcast what do you mean uh, I don't know what did you have you, you're going to get me back on it <laughs> we you had, had a different plan. ideas you though. had a plan <laughs> I was saying to come on and update us on like what you know post like baby life is like yeah. you live in Chelsea right there's going to yes. be a lot of like yummy mummies out there that, like, uh, I'm going to avoid like the plague yeah 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 mm. yeah but you know there's a whole notion of MILF I really want to be a good I want to graduate with this pregnancy becoming a good full-fledged MILF yeah they give you a certificate I think they do yeah the yeah. MILF diploma they come in and they look at you like 7 out of 10 MILF certificate <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah. So, yeah okay cool well good luck with it is that what you say I don't know I think congrats. so congrats good luck and yeah. fuck you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and fuck that's scary yeah. as hell yeah Hey Frankie. Hey Jamie. I've got a big question to ask you. Okay. Uh, what does it feel like to be trans? Um, a lot of different emotions. <laughs> <laughs> it brings its own issues. So mm. dysphoria. I feel very dysphoric, which Source is that. Um, when you, I look at my body in the mirror and I don't feel like it's mine. Mm. Um, I'm not in the right body it's just a whole uncomfortable and then a lot of self-hatred will come out of it and stuff like that mm. so you're not a real man mm. is the main thing mm. um so that on its own is horrible and you can wake up and feel really bad or you can feel okay or there are some things that can fix it and some things that just can't yeah um but after a while you kind of find coping mechanisms which I'm trying to do and have been for a while mm. like um, what? like using toys in, in, in sex and, mm. and binders and lowering my voice <laughs> <laughs> um, and stuff like that it is quite it seems really stupid to like other people and seems like I'm almost putting it on in a way but in, for me it's, this is the only way that I can have a conversation and not have a panic attack really mm. if I if I sit here and if I was to talk in the voice that I used to sound if I used to talk the way I used to sound last year I would I would hate it, it mm. would be horrible um, and I've actually purposely lowered my voice so much now that it's kind of stuck like this <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't do the old voice if you tried no like yeah. me talking now is me talking yeah, I'm not yeah. putting anything on mm. 
but when you hear the higher pitches of my voice that is actually what mm. I'm supposed to sound like right um, that and the fact that I smoke a lot mm. not I don't consciously know it but subconsciously I'm like it lowers my voice yeah <laughs> so do it yeah. carry on smoking shit that's like a whole other layer of addiction yeah like it's giving you the voice you want yeah as well as the hit that you want <laughs> yeah um, and obviously with stuff like binding and stuff like that it can be quite painful so I also smoke a lot of weed right yeah which doesn't help mm. but um that kind of makes me feel very if I feel dissociated I don't feel dysphoric mm. if I'm like I'm not awake then I don't feel like I'm getting upset by my own body mm. I can't look at myself in a mirror I used to not be able to have like showers and baths mm. without having a panic attack and crying yeah um couldn't be naked couldn't be shirtless nothing so it can be really difficult but at the same time you can get like really empowered and go oh I'm trans I need to fight for what I am and mm. fight for my rights and which is which is really nice but at the same time like I don't want to be known as I'm just a trans guy yeah I part of me still wants to be able to pass through society as just as a man mm. not as that's a trans man that's mm. that used to be a girl mm. just as a man um so doing all these things and going going to all these like rights things for transgender people is difficult because I, I want to be there and support people but at the same time I'm like I don't want to be like if you wouldn't if you didn't know I was trans you're now going to know yeah that's really interesting because yeah you've got you've got a cause that you should probably fight for but yeah. part of that cause is being Outed. not associated by that yeah. cause yeah you want to be distant from that because the idea is that you want to sort of not be seen as a trans person yeah that must be quite tricky it is but at the same time I have times where I'm really proud to be seen as a trans person I'm mm. like yeah I'm trans I'm going I'm doing all these things and mm. going through all the transitions um, but again at the same time all, all I've ever wanted was to just be a man mm. even as a kid I grew up and used to turn to my mum and go when I was a little boy I used mm. to do this and I used to have dreams of stuff like that yeah. and my mum's very spiritual and hippie dippy and yeah. it was like oh maybe it's a, a past life that you had that mm. you, were, you were a little boy and now this is just you being yourself again mm. which as like a nine year old I was like that sounds quite accepting. Mm. That sounds like if I was to come out in the future, you would be mm. okay with it. I was kind of wrong, but at the same time... <laughs> well, she wasn't okay with it. She was She was okay with it, but she was very like, are you sure this is what you want? Are you sure, like, you're going to hit 20-something and be like, oh, shit, I'm a girl. Mm. I'm like, I wouldn't be having these really strong, severe feelings if mm. I thought that yeah I guess it was never a question for you right no never um and then I went I went to an all girls school which was difficult mm. because I didn't come out and there were two people that came out as trans and then I was like I'm gender fluid <laughs> so I'm kind of there mm. um and we all tried to get our names changed on the register but they wouldn't let us mm. um didn't you then protest yeah. in the playground a three person pl protest yeah you broke a window yeah <laughs> but 
things happen. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing got changed apart from the glass of the window. (laughs) So it's fine. The most profound political thing you've said all day. Yeah. (laughs) The only political thing I've said all day. Um, But yeah, it's... it's, being connected to myself is something that I'm not used to. Mm. So I don't really know. Like, she'll ask me questions, like, any questions. Like, she being your girlfriend in the corner. Ramona, Ramona will ask me questions. <laughs> like, what's your favourite food or something? I just, I don't know. I don't know really? my own brain. It's really? like, it's weird because I haven't... I've spent my whole life going, I don't want to know myself. Because I'm not the person I want to be. Mm. And I'm trying to be someone else. So don't get to know that person. Wait until you are who you want to be and then reinvent yourself in yeah. a way. Do you um, think that was the right move? or No. Uh, you regret it? No, because I might, like, I would pretend to do, like, little interview stuff when I was alone mm. as a teenager. I still am a teenager. I don't know why. You I'm still are a teenager. Um, 18 As a younger teenager. teenager. <laughs> <laughs> as a youngin. <laughs> and, and, like ask myself really stupid questions like what's your favourite colour mm. what's your favourite animal and just have a list in my head just so I can remember it mm. Is, was that because they were your favourite colours and animals or yeah. was that so you had an answer for someone else both okay I wanted to have an answer for someone else yeah but growing up now everything's kind of changed which things do change but like questions that don't usually change in a way like what's your favourite food or what's your favourite where did you go to school or what was your first pet's name mm. I've changed the answers mm. but not realised because I wasn't I was saying it because I was trying to be someone else I was mm. trying to make myself like if someone asked me what my dog's name was as a kid I'd probably say like something really manly and go yeah he's a rottweiler and he yeah. does this he's called yeah. this and really it was a little poodle <laughs> Like I would, the manliest of dogs. Yeah, I would make myself look different, so I'd have different answers for those questions. Mm. But really, I didn't like it. Mm. Which is, I know it's really confusing, and it's so confusing trying to explain it. Do you, Do you feel like that you're now building up someone yeah. again? Yeah. Uh, and you're you're a lot more comfortable now, right, with who you are. Yeah, I'm building life. up someone who I'm a lot happier with. Yeah. Um, so, what's your favourite colour? Red. Nice. <laughs> red. Red, motherfucker. <laughs> I love red. Um, but yeah, so I've got all, I've got the whole list in my head now, and mm. it's all it's true and it's real and it's honest and. Um, That's quite exciting. It is because mm. I like answering them now. <laughs> I should, I'll just reel off like those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. Who's your favourite Spice Girl? No? Do you oh, even wow. know who the Spice Girls are? You're 18. Is this me showing my age? <laughs> Kids know who the Spice Girls are, now, right? I just don't know their names. <laughs> okay. Do you remember what they look like? Do you know what they're no. like? Not their real names, but like their stage names are. Like something Spice. I'll say... Is there one called Scary Spice? Yeah. Then she would be my favourite. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, I mean, yeah, that's it's quite an exciting time for you then. Yeah. Um... Almost being reborn. Yeah, yeah. You've seen The Matrix, right? <laughs> You've had that plug thing pulled out of your head. Yeah. Is that what happens in The Matrix? It's been a, it's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know. I was probably really high when I watched that film. <laughs> don't watch The Matrix high. Fucking hell. I know. Uh, alter your reality. <laughs> I was sitting there for hours like, what's going on? What are you afraid of?
all right that's all we have time for today thank you so much for listening it really really means a lot to me that you have gone out your way to come and listen to me talk to people about their weird sex stories <laughs> um if you like what we're doing go check us a follow on let's talk about sex jamie on instagram uh tell your friends about us leave a review on itunes all that stuff that people with podcasts say at the end basically um yeah really means a lot that you listen and hope to see you next week love you bye